album concept hour. The album concept hour. It's the album concept hour. Uh, welcome everybody to the album concept hour. We are here for another week uh, of another concept album, and uh, this one is a is a very much a concept <laughs> album. So um, you guys uh, that are, are are sticklers for that should be happy. And uh, uh, today uh, I am Bradley Barron, as I am always am uh, every day, and uh, I have uh, Dave Gallagher with me. How's it going, Dave? Uh, and then we have John Aker over here. How's it going, John? I'm John Aker, as I as I am most days. And most days he's John Aker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, um, today he is. And uh, uh, today we also have a very special guest, a returning guest uh, uh, to the podcast. Hello, he's returning with a, a different podcast than he had the, the last time he was on. Um, this is uh, our, our good friend uh, Daniel Hastings from the 99, uh, 99 30 second pop punk songs. I forget what the title of the album was. One short, yeah, short, short songs for short people. Short songs, short songs yeah. for short people. Yes, that's the one. That's the one. And um, yeah, your your podcast is all new, all different. Number one comics. So welcome back to the podcast, Daniel. Yeah, man. Thank you so yeah. much for having me. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to it. This one's going to be a lot of fun. This album should be yeah. a hell of a lot of fun, and and I'm just glad to be yes. back. So thank yeah, you guys I'm, so much for having me. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Some stoked. longer tracks. Yeah, stoked to get. In. Yeah, these are a little bit longer than last time you were on, uh, but uh, uh, not as many. Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, you know. So, um, but uh, uh, yeah, we're doing. By the way, Armor for Sleep. What to do when you are dead? One of my all time favorite concept albums. One of my first, I think. Um, but before we get into that, you know. Uh, now that you're you're talking about you know comics and mm-hmm. stuff for your podcast, that's so, awesome. Uh, by the uh, way. I gotta ask, did you did, did you guys have time for a little Marvel minute? Oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Did you guys did you see the the finale of the newest uh, newest thing as uh, as we're recording? <laughs> Man, all right. So I'm a fake fan. So I watched the first episode and that's it. I haven't I haven't gone anywhere oh, else man. with that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I won't. I won't spoil it you for you. You can spoil but, it. Uh, I mean, I. Who it knows is con- ever- It is. It yeah. is. There are many, many takes to have of this fin- on this finale. <laughs> it was so not uh, great. I recommend doing a watch. Yeah. It was. It not was great. No. No. It was. It was. Uh. Possibly bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was gonna say not great is, for it. Yeah. Not great is taking it late. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Look, yeah. my plan uh, is to watch Twisted Metal, and then after that, I'm totally in. I'm gonna watch the other what five episodes. Yeah. And, yeah. I'm there. Yeah, or you could watch five and then pretend there isn't a oh, okay. six. You know, there's a, that's a way to do it. <laughs> that's um, a way to do it. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a weird. It's a yeah. They start they start letting ChatGP kind of finish the writing. <laughs> yeah, on that. We, we think the AI finished yeah. the writing. Well, the AI did do the opening credits. The so yeah, why not? Why the hell not? Yeah, <laughs> huh? yeah. Who knows where else the AI was used? You know. Um, so episode um, six, <laughs> episode six, mostly is where it was. Damn writer strike. Yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. Then. We're, yeah, and that's the weird thing. It's like I don't know. It's it's so it's like far enough from the mm-hmm. writer strike where it's like, was it impacted by it or not, or was there stuff bubbling? But we probably won't know for like a couple of years or yeah, something. Yeah, it would seem like it shouldn't be affected by the writer strike. I... Yeah, I would think so, unless there was like some like I don't know, maybe some reshoots that didn't get done or yeah, something. True. I don't know. <laughs> I, there's no way to know really what what what, what that was. Uh, anyway, anyway, anyone that's that's Marvel fans that are keeping up to date, like you've probably seen some takes mm-hmm. about oh, this yeah, finale. Um, but uh, that's enough for a Marvel minute. <laughs> oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Boseman. 
Um, I just wanted to see if you saw it, and if you did, I wanted to get your quick take. Um, but uh, 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 yeah, the the album we're working on today. Um, well, actually, you know what? Before we get to the album again, you know, I know you guys want to listen hear about the album, but what what is your podcast uh, uh, generally like about? Like, what's your what's your take on the the comic podcast genre? Yeah, so here's our little niche. We take uh, new comics are released every single Wednesday. So mm-hmm. every single Wednesday, my co-host Bob and I, we get together and we we pick out one single comic book that is a brand new first issue that week. And okay. we just break it down for like an hour and a half. Like we just go oh. into you know every detail we can about that book. And the, wow. the point of the show is to let our listeners know if they should bother continuing on to issue number two, if they should go add it to their pool list and, and all of mm-hmm. that. So, and then of course, yeah. you know, we go over news and everything as well, but yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Ooh. Cause that's something that like, um, yeah, I, I'm always curious about. I never even hear about like yeah. new first issue things. You yep. always, you always hear about the ones that like made it, you know? Yeah. But... You hear about the classics, the amazing <laughs> yeah. Spider-Man 300s and, and stuff like that. But yeah, we, yeah, we go yeah. over a new issue every week and, yeah. and it's a lot of fun and, and we've been like super, it's been so awesome. The The comic book community has been like really receptive to us. Like we're, nice. we're, we're pulling pretty good numbers for, for two random dudes who have no notoriety in the comic book world at all. And uh, yeah, we've got yeah. some really great creators on talking yeah. to us about their experiences in comics and everything. So it's been a lot of fun so far. It's Dang, that's, really, that's really good to hear, man. Yeah. It's yeah. Awesome. Love yeah. It. Yeah. I mean, you, you do have, really cool. you do have the comic book wall behind you yes. that would uh, <laughs> suggest really cool you have such a wall. thing, you know? So, <laughs> thank you. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm really glad that uh, uh, people are, I mean, it's, it's a nice, it's a good take on it. Uh, uh, you know, a, a time honored genre of, of podcasting, mm-hmm. like, people have talked to death the the superheroes we all know so yep uh, uh yeah yeah and yeah i i just i guess i don't even think that about how much the of new stuff there actually is coming out so mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah links will be in the description for um for uh, uh all new all different number one comics and then um yeah we have uh, we have this album that you've picked out of our list, uh, yes. Armor for Sleep's "What to Do When You Are Dead." Mm-hmm. So uh, bring me back to uh, to two thousand five for Daniel. <laughs> uh, what's going on? Uh, uh, what drew you to this Armor for Sleep uh, emo uh, uh, e- emo kind of crunchy emo band? Mm-hmm hard to i don't know yeah they're you know they're a little hard to nail down because usually with emo or pop punk or something like that it's it's pretty straightforward pretty easy to to call somebody whatever but i every time i read about anything from armor for sleep or or anything they're always referred to as a rock band for for one thing i'm like "Ah, Mm -hmm. that's kind of a stretch you know they're uh they're definitely you know in a pocket like at least you know there's some kind of subgenre going on there emo or pop punk or or whatever uh but yeah, at that time, uh, listening to like a lot of post hardcore, listening to a good amount of like instrumental post rock, uh, yeah. but also really heavy into, uh, you know, uh, Equal Vision Records, um, you know, listening yeah. to Bane, uh, all of that. Equal Vision put out a sampler yeah. and, and that's where I first heard Armor for Sleep because I didn't oh, hear okay. their first album yeah. before this yeah. until after I heard this album. So. So yeah, yeah just kind of yeah. those samplers uh, were great, man. Yeah, like, oh, samplers like the, were, were the record, wonderful the different. Back then. There yeah. was so many weird kind of smaller record labels mm-hmm. that would just be thrown out, just yeah. a bunch of cool stuff. 
Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, so as you can tell from the last episode I was on, I'm a huge yeah. sucker for like a compilation album. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like I just always discover like really cool new stuff. So yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. yeah. And then you, you know, you do sometimes have to sift through some where it's like, eh, I don't know oh, yeah. about <laughs> this particular group. I don't know how far mm -hmm. they're going. Um, but you find the gems and you, you, you know, go from there. Um, yep. like you were saying, um, and, uh, yeah, I think for me, it was also similar. Like I, I got to the, the previous album after this mm -hmm. album. Oh, okay. Uh, um, but, um, yeah. Nice. So, so, uh, were you, were you someone that was, uh, uh, an emo kid yourself? Like internally, do you think that this was like, uh, uh, something? Cause I know for me, this was something that I was at an age where I fully identified with what he was going through in this album. Mm -hmm. Like unabashedly, I was like, you know, I was like a sad boy, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I started out, you know, kind of in music, uh, really listening to like a lot of punk. Like I got yeah. into like punk, uh, even like, yeah. you know, anarcho, like political punk and stuff like that. Yeah. Really big into the punk scene. Started my first punk band when I was like 14 years old, you know, was out playing shows oh, hell yeah. and, and stuff like that. And, and then as I don't know, the really early 2000s, 2000, 2001, you know, uh, came yeah. around like, it just, it started to get older. You're hearing more like, you know, Jimmy world bleed American stuff like that. Get up kids. And you're like, God, this stuff is really, really good. And it has the heart of punk, but like yeah. it's, it's softer and it's more accessible and easier to listen to versus just, you know, what I've been hearing for years and years. So, so yeah, yeah. definitely. One of my favorite bands is saves the day still to this day. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and I mean, they could definitely be described as like an emo type of band listening to like, you know, mm -hmm. a, a lot of, uh, especially in the early 2000s, 2001, 2002, like yeah. Saves the Day, Dashboard Confessional, stuff like that. Yeah, um, right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, all, yeah, all of that stuff. Uh, and then, yeah, this is a pretty like natural transition. It brings in some of those elements of like, I don't want to say post hardcore, but it's, it's got some to it. Like it's got some elements there. It's got definitely. You know, yeah, I uh, think that there's a post hardcore edge to it. Stitches yeah. foot in the pool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. And there was because it was like kind of uh, post hardcore was you know a little bit of a response to the emo stuff and like yes. mm -hmm. trying to I don't know I guess grow and and take themselves a little more seriously maybe. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I, post hardcore was my niche niche uh, for mm -hmm. for that music too. Um, and just to set the table a little bit for the kind of like armor for sleep story i guess um yeah. ben jorgensen was recently on a podcast uh, i think it's called general admission um he did an interview with them and um one of the big things that uh, uh i learned from that interview is like this is the album that like was pushed by the record label like this is the album where like you know the money was coming in they were shooting mm -hmm. music videos like i have some of the other stuff here like the the uh you know what to do in your dead booklet and like the oh, man. <laughs> you know like there was a lot of stuff they put out for this album and um the following album apparently the record label just like pushed for a specific vision that they didn't weren't really into and mm -hmm. you know i remember when that album came out i was like this is weird like it's yeah. not it doesn't feel you know as natural as the last one and uh yeah i mean it flopped obviously you know and they never quite recovered and it's uh one of those bands that i always felt like you know got shafted in the whole like emo like wave i guess 
You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it's really funny to go back and look at this one and do any like type of research for it or anything because yeah. I truly felt like at the time, at least, you know, 2005 or whatever, yeah. and you're talking about all this marketing and, and push from the label and stuff like that. And, and of course, yeah. I think this did end up like, you know, somewhere like lower down on the Billboard charts whenever it came out. Yeah, but, yeah, I think uh, it charted. Yeah, yeah, like 101 or something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I at the time, like I felt like it was like a really small stakes album. Like I didn't feel like a lot of people were listening to it. Definitely like in yeah. my friend group or whatever, no one was talking yeah. about Armor for Sleep at all. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. talking about, you know, Seo Sins, Circa Survive, stuff like that. Uh, this just oh, yeah, like, yeah. I remember hearing about them all the yeah, time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. This seemed like kind of like the oddball out. Like it seemed like it was holding on to some of those uh you know, earlier like emo and pop punk roots that, that other people had like kind of pushed beyond. So I didn't realize until, you know, kind of looking up some stuff for research purposes, like, Oh, this was actually a big album for people. Like a lot of people listen to this. Um, and I, I know, uh, before the podcast today, I, I sent you an email, um, I, there's a local venue in town, you know, where Armor for Sleep is touring oh, and they're, oh, they're going to like, okay. I was like, yeah, where yeah, is uh-huh. that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's here in Jacksonville, but, um, they're, they're going to be doing, you know, that, that cool thing that bands do now where they go and tour, like, and just play like a single album, like front to back, but they're, they're going to be yeah. doing the first album. But yeah, I just, I didn't yeah. even realize Armor for Sleep was like a big deal to that many people. Um, which yeah. in the least pretentious way possible, I'm not trying to say like, you know, I was listening like, Really cool. Underground well, it was stuff really hard was, to tell but, yeah. at that moment in time what was popular. Yeah, you know yeah, exactly. Like there was uh, kind of similar to today. There were so many things vying for attention, but it was yep. on TV. You uh-huh. know, rather than <laughs> internet. You know, like there was just so many channels, and like you know, the alternative channels like we watched, but it was mm-hmm. like, how many people are really watching this? You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, so yeah, it was hard to get kind of a metric for, for how popular the thing that you liked was. And so 2005. Yeah, this 2005. So in your friend groups on MySpace, how many people had songs from this on their <laughs> yeah, homepage? Exactly. I mean, that's I a good way to for, judge how popular it was. For been. my friend group, it was mostly me, my brother and my friends <laughs> pushing the armor for sleep. <laughs> So like uh, definitely like there was I think probably like you know a, a handful of people in each group you know probably that was brilliant to him and introduced mm-hmm. other people to him, um, but uh, yeah I mean the, and I I have the uh, tour DVD from the time uh, comprehensive guide to touring yeah um, so awesome which <laughs> also real cringy <laughs> looking back from today's eyes oh, yeah. um, we might cover it for very different reasons for the YouTube channel. <laughs> Because, oh, my God, a lot of 20-something dudes acting like jackasses. Oh, yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm trying not to let it taint my <laughs> uh, uh, discussion of this album. Um, but, yeah, there was big crowds in that DVD, though, throughout. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, save for, like, maybe one show where there was some problems that it seems like they cost. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, 20-somethings touring in a van, like, you uh almost shouldn't film mm-hmm. so yeah 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 it's amazing to, it's almost amazing to me that they even put out the dvd uh oh, it almost, makes us look cool yeah yeah but we'll, <laughs> we'll we'll get to that on the on the youtube series there's a lot we're gonna dive into for for that that tour dvd you should almost um, bury that underwater underwater yeah with this with this car, with this car yeah. yeah so uh uh the 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 theme here we're gonna start off uh oh yeah i mean I guess I should probably just start off the episode in general uh, with a trigger warning for suicide in general. Like this oh, album yeah. is good about call, suicide mm-hmm. and we're about to get into the first track where he 
commits it. Uh, so uh, this act is one, he, scene one. act one, scene one. He yeah. he drives his car off a bridge or something. The music video is pretty dope, by the way. I, I, I do I do remember the music video being very dope. Uh, but yeah, this is car underwater to uh, set the set the scene. Yeah, yeah, it's a jam. Yeah, that yeah. one definitely hits. Like it, it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a good spot. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, yeah. I really dig the chorus on that one. It mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why it works. Yeah, like I still don't fully understand why it works for me, but it does. <laughs> you so know? that I have a question for you guys then. Yeah, and and this I don't remember thinking it at the time, but of course, yeah. you know, two thousand five to two thousand twenty three is a big gap there. But uh, yes, <laughs> so who knows what I remember? But um, like you know, re-listening to this like really recently, and then and then now and yeah. everything, my immediate first thought is is been a good singer like that's like immediately like the very mm, yes, first like couple yeah, of lines right, that he sings i'm right. like uh, i don't know and then once we get a little bit further down i'm definitely sold on it but at first mm-hmm, like that opening mm-hmm. i'm like that's a weak opening for his vocals like it just doesn't yeah. work at all uh music true it's, it is it's almost great, this but- <laughs> it's almost like the it, he does a lot of the same note in this song too uh-huh. as he's singing yeah yeah like thinking back, you forgot to tell you that. Like uh-huh. it's, it's a lot of the same, but like it works because like there's so much other dynamic stuff mm-hmm. happening yeah, yeah. in the track. I think. So you said this album was pushed by the the label. Label. Yeah. Their first one. What were they on a different label? I think that one was in indie, I believe. And uh, so their sophomore, they got the big break. Yeah, yeah. I think the sophomore was the big break. Then, yeah. This is. Then do you think the label is trying to? polish it a bit more or try to do well more yeah the next the next album definitely is that. show that it is okay. like it, it is like it's too polished so i didn't know exactly. if like that's first, what i was gonna say i don't know yeah. if the, I don't know if the first on the one to side. this one was a big jump too or if it was this one was a, a leap i think from the previous album as far as production goes um but just the leap that an indie to a major would, be, would be yeah yeah, yeah yeah it wasn't such a big change in the style where mm-hmm. the second to third one, there was a bigger change. I just wonder if like, they like did something like the voice, or they were trying to like hone it in, slightly change it a bit. I think that the was... first one, it's a, it's not even like this one is more dynamic. I think than the first okay. album. I think yeah, he really sure. he expands mm-hmm. in this album. Um, because uh, yeah, there's like a few parts where he gets into like some some yell singing, uh-huh. you know, and uh, uh, I think the like. This is a this is definitely a period, at least for me, where I really appreciated these kind of weird vocals, mm-hmm, these these mm-hmm. these uh, kind of non conventional vocalists. Yeah. So sure. like, even if they weren't what you would consider great uh, uh, to like uh, a choir director, I was like into it. Quirky. Um, it was quirky, quirky. Right. Exactly. <laughs> ben Jorgensen has a quirky voice. You know. <laughs> yeah, but it, it still doesn't cross over to something like uh, you know Thursday or, or at the drive-in mm. or you know some oh, of the yeah, other stuff no. that was around yeah. like kind of in the yeah. same era. Like it doesn't yeah. go over there. And and I guess what I meant by the question was like, okay, you know, I I do think he's a great singer, and and I think yeah. that he really works well on this album, and he works well with the band, and they gel well together. But like, yeah, I think just right when it opens up in his first couple of lines, they hit so weak and it seems like such a weird <laughs> oh, yeah, introduction yeah. to his voice, you know, for, it is, for somebody it is very, like me. 
Yeah, it's it's like <laughs> yeah. it's almost. But then it's just like yep, yeah, yeah. It, it just comes in and yeah. it's hard. Well, yeah, those the drums. The dude's sad driving in his car. I mean, come <laughs> yeah, on, sure. give him a break. I get, yeah, yeah, I gotta cut on some yeah. stuff. I yeah. guess. I mean, he's probably yeah. not so worried about hitting notes and more. You know. <laughs> yeah, and I think the the music video is probably the first time I heard this too, because so mm-hmm. in the music video you're you're watching a car crash in slow yeah. motion too. So like. It's uh you know the it, thematically it, it hits you know yeah. oh yeah um it's like a, a weirdly specific like music video about mm-hmm. uh, a car going underwater. <laughs> so this music video I'm describing didn't actually happen. Um, I'm not sure why I have a vivid memory of a music video of a car just slow motion going off of a bridge into some water, but uh, I do. Um, however, doing a little bit of research, I realized that I was also watching a show by the name of Smallville a lot, which, uh, had a car going slow motion off of a bridge in the, uh, intro for the show. Uh, and, and, and so I'm assuming that's where the connection was made, but, uh, yeah, I just watched the car underwater music video didn't recognize any of it link in the comments you know it's, um, it's kind of funny we were, we were talking about how like like similarities between this and stan earlier and it's almost like this is right <laughs> oh right stan picks yes. off yeah yeah well, stan leaves off and this album yeah. finishes the story yeah this this <laughs> album is basically what stan is as one song you know yeah okay um I can, I can <laughs> similar <see that. laughs> yeah <laughs> similar very similar we're gonna make connections throughout the entire episode here um but um no um so the one thing though that i think that i understand especially now post being an emo kid and all that Mm. is you know uh, some of this is a little bit like i don't want to i don't want to minimize it but it's a little like self-indulgent and like um you know woe is me Oh, type yeah. of you know thing and very twenties like, emo you mean you know he li- <laughs> he he's doing it because he you know literally he wants he wants the attention of his ex and mm-hmm. so there's like toxic reasons behind him doing this to himself and it's yep. just like you know it's it's m- kind of like the uh, um, that other uh, why am I uh, like Boys Night Out album we did <laughs> oh. he the protagonist isn't necessarily a great guy mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Um, really, you're really gonna get her back when you're, when you're dead, you know. Yeah. Well, there's a yeah. booklet. What to do when you're dead? Yeah. So, well, yeah, we'll get to that. But he's yeah, got, he's got to figure this, it out. This booklet, like you find out when you read this booklet that comes with the album, that's uh, what to do when you're dead: a comprehensive guide to your afterlife. You find out that he's kind of doing it wrong in the. Oh, he did not the read the, the book. He, he didn't, didn't understand the assignments. Read the booklets, but uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, you always um, got to read the booklet first. You got to, yeah. Uh, apparently, I don't <laughs> know. Gotta he, read he the truth. orientation <laughs> for ghosting. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Last thing, this just reminds me, you know, obviously kind of like Thursday, understanding in a car crash is uh-huh. a song yep. that comes to mind uh, when thinking of this song. Because, um, yeah, I mean, emo in general is like kind of like uh, has a fascination with you know, the macabre and, you mm-hmm. know, uh, uh, violent things and, and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Um, that's why it worked is it was talking about things that other music wasn't as much. Maybe it's just dark and misunderstood. Yeah. We're all just so dark and misunderstood. 
<laughs> um, but yeah, this next track is, uh, I think, one of my favorite tracks on the album and their discography in general. Um, this is The Truth About Heaven, his first song as a ghost. This this album is just such of its time, oh, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I had never heard of these guys before we did yeah. this, and mm -hmm. you told me two thousand five, and I was like, "Yep, that tracks." That is, yes, that is. <laughs> this is that tracks maybe just the, like the only tracks. year that this would fit in. <laughs> like you know, it's <laughs> it's so it's that specific almost. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, maybe in fifteen years from now there would be like a big like resurgence, and then like a lot of people would be coming out with this again. But uh, I I don't know. I I like how that one hits. It, it's it's so much like a it's almost like a breakdown and then it comes back in with that like typical kind of you know poppy like yeah I don't know. it, it yeah. just comes back in it i i love how and this you know hindsight of course uh, now yeah. i know uh carly ray jepson but like i love how it comes back in on the snare hit like that's that's my favorite yeah. thing um i love Dude, that a lot uh the yeah, drummer just, the drummer for this band by mm -hmm. the way is just phenomenal like yeah. uh something nash i think is his name uh-huh um uh he is uh nash breen mm -hmm. is the drummer and him and the bass player i'm not sure which one's the bass player but there's pj uh de chico yeah i and think it's the Anthony other guy that's not delano PJ. yeah i'm but pretty sure it's him <laughs> the the bass and the the drums in this band are so mm -hmm. tight you know that's what i've always i think every Post hardcore band that I enjoy, that mm -hmm. is part of the you know Pleasure. formula. You yeah, know? yeah, it, really, really important to it. So you like the bass and drums a lot. So what about the the weird note that their producer on the album Machine wanted to record this like super unconventionally by doing the rhythm guitars and then tracking the uh, the the rhythm guitar, the uh, lead guitar, the drums, and then the bass after everything else. Like, huh? Uh, like for what reason and who does that? It's like the weirdest thing I've ever huh. heard. I mean, I, I've recorded like yeah. a, a million times and it's always, no, you know, yeah, I go first because like, I'm the drums. Like, you know, yeah. you play drums and then, you know, and then on top of that goes bass and then you lay the, yeah. lay the guitars on top of that. Yeah, so did it kind of backwards? It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and from what I read here is that the producer was saying that the bass goes out of tune too quickly. So he wanted to do that on top of everything else. I'm like, that doesn't even make sense. I don't even know what the guy's <laughs> talking about. What? Yeah, I I don't know if it was that particular was crazy bass, maybe, time. Interesting. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, they, whatever they did, it worked, I think. But like, it's strange. I don't. Yeah, very. Doesn't make much sense to me. No, uh, and I, <laughs> I I guess the reason is I saw that, and I don't know much about Machine there. either. I don't me know much either, about yeah. the guy, yeah. other than he's got a cool name. But yeah, yeah, Machine. <laughs> yeah, that's he's got ideas about production. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's so weird. I never knew that, but yeah. I guess it worked. Yeah, I this, mean, it, in this case. Yeah, I, I don't but, think it's like it's obviously not a detriment to the album at all. But like, I just don't see the benefit either. So yeah, 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 yeah. That must have been confusing and frustrating. Maybe he didn't for, read. He didn't read the book. The band. He, <laughs> he didn't. Yeah, no, didn't he didn't read the, read the book. book. What to do you when are you are dead <laughs> and when you are producing. Uh, <laughs> but um. <laughs> 
But yeah, this song though, uh, uh, lyrically wise, concept wise, I think mm-hmm. was always a very uh, uh, important song to me growing up as a, a former, uh, uh, you know, I'm a pastor's kid, former, you know, uh, Christian folk. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it's complicated. But um, <laughs> anyway, I've always had like a fear of eternal things. Uh, oh man, that, you and me you know, both. Uh, I remember getting in trouble for that when I was a little kid. Like, I don't want to live forever in heaven. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Apparently that's called uh, a pyrophobia. Like Good, the, so there's the, a name. Yeah, the 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 yeah, fear of like new people vastness in. and things like <laughs> space and mm-hmm. um but uh yeah, I liked the idea that he took a song and he made a song about heaven and he's talking and and the point of the song was like, oh, actually it's like rainy in heaven, it's not everything that like people say it is. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was cuz that's how I was feeling about it, you know, at the time. Uh it was a real, you know, like if you're someone that is a a you know, believer and you don't want to live forever, that's a mm-hmm. conundrum. Yeah, you know? oh yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that this album kind of was a, a way to channel some of that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love just the, like, you know, don't believe that mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. weather is, you know, it's just a really, really nice part. And I love that they bring it back to that at some point in the album. Yeah. Um, back towards the end. Yeah. I think the last yeah. track, I think yeah. that that's also like an interesting point to talk about. That's something that I noticed a lot whenever listening to this album again, that I don't notice with so much of the, I don't know, music in the same genre or whatever. It seems like almost on every track, Ben had found like a, a line or something that he really, really was like proud of and just repeated it throughout, you know, oh, yeah. over and over yeah. again. And and I get the structure of a, a pop song. That's how it goes. It's like, you know, you yeah. repeat a line, whatever, but like, yeah. this just seems to be like more so than anything else, like again and again, like don't believe that the weather is perfect on the day that you die and, and, and so on. Yeah. And I'm like, sometimes I just think like, if this sounds really good and I, I really like his voice and I like what's going on and everything, but I don't think it's that genius of a line. I was about to say, you're getting at what I started <laughs> yeah. noticing a lot listening to this. There's a lot of weird non sequiturs and a lot of lines that don't necessarily make sense. Uh huh. Uh-huh. You know, if you think about it, like it's those, uh, what do they call it? Refrigerator moments when you're after you watch a movie, you're yep. like, wait a minute, that didn't, how did that happen? I don't understand, <laughs> you know? Um, so there's a few, there's a few plot holes, uh, mm-hmm. we'll say, we'll say in sure. this album. Um, but actually, yeah, we'll get to that on track four. Actually, there's a, I was talking about it with Dave a little bit, <laughs> um, but track three here we got is, uh, remember to feel real. Yeah. Right off the bat, that's that's my favorite track on the album. I love the way this one hits. It's it's yeah, so good. This one's it a has good one. like this yeah, one's it, a really it has good like one. everything I want, like right yeah. there. It's just the yeah. I, I feel yeah. like his delivery is really good on his lines. I yeah. love the way the the drums come in. He's just like pounding on that kick drum. Like yeah. Uh, oh yeah, really the good. ending of this track is yeah. sick, dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, the ending uh-huh. of this track really hit. I almost chose that. Um, but I love the 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 singing with that guitar like it's just like ah there's so much weird cacophony going on that's you know coming together um but what i uh 
I like about this song in particular, the lyrics I think are very, very honest. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. to just the emo experience. Like he's talking about how like, you know, he wants people to feel sorry for him. And he is, he's, he's recognizing the kind of, you know, more toxic qualities that he has because of this mindset, uh -huh. you know, <laughs> his facade. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's part of why I can't be like, I can't like, you know, talk too much crap about the emo in this album because it's self-aware yeah it, i was gonna say like it's so self-aware like it's yeah. not you know trying to pull any wool over anybody's eyes or anything try to yeah. act like it's deeper than it is no this is an emo yeah. album no this is how i feel i understand yeah. that it's not yeah. okay <laughs> he understands the assignment you know uh -huh. Uh -huh. He, he like <laughs> he knows what it's supposed to be about <laughs> um and this is how uh, i feel i'm sure other people's feel the same way yeah if i feel this way <laughs> that other people have to feel this way yep. i'm not yeah. the only one <laughs> <laughs> um and uh yeah this is uh, also another thing that's happening throughout the album is he's 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 stalking his ex-girlfriend he's mm -hmm. trying to make people uh, uh uh notice him in the afterlife and stuff yep. um and uh yeah, I don't know. This is this is him kind of just kind of wall, you know, still wallowing in, in pity and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get to the next track, Awkward Last Words, which is a little of a conundrum in itself. Here we go. <laughs> Okay, so this one, this one like threw me for a loop when we were listening to it earlier <laughs> because the song is "Awkward Last Words," mm -hmm. which would be the last words of a living person. You would think. <laughs> and then the first line is "I want to live again," mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which would imply that he's already dead, right? That that was my thought. Right. Well, that's so, why it's awkward. Yeah, that is what maybe that's why it's awkward. Yeah, it, it did make that's it a, a good point. Oh, I, Dave. Wish, I should have said that earlier. God damn that's it. That's a good point, Dave. Uh, it's awkward because it doesn't quite line up. Because mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, the, the best way to read this this song, I think, is that it is him like literally at the end of the car underwater scenario and he's mm -hmm. he's about to die. But it also at the same time seems like it's from the perspective of the ghost. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, which is it, <laughs> you know? I mean, I guess maybe he's going back and forth. I'm not sure, and I'm I'm not sure what Possibly. he's trying to say. Possibly. But I I will say that what they do musically at the beginning of the song, like that little musical intro to the actual track before it really ramps up and hits, yeah, is is amazing. I mean, that is to oh, me. Oh, that's one of that's a good yeah. part. The beginning of this oh, track. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, yeah. I, I wanted to hear that referenced back like later, you yeah. know, somewhere. But yeah, it's it's very good. Yeah, yeah. I had a lot of reference to either Apsley Cast or American Football for me. Mm -hmm. Like I had this like mm -hmm. light, just kind of like delicate, yeah. but like so just precise mm -hmm. at the same time. Like this. yeah, and then going into the hard stuff after yeah. that yeah. stuff, like just weaving yeah, in between. 
Exactly. And it's almost a yeah. little mathy, but not enough to be like, you know, math rock or anything. But yeah, yeah. No, it's not, it's not to that strict, like four, <laughs> not four enough to be anything. alienating. It's, no. <laughs> it's like just enough to like, just kind of you know, welcoming you in like, just yeah. it's all right. You're going to yeah. enjoy this. Yeah, yeah, so we're yeah. going yeah. exactly. to just change. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this isn't this isn't like trigonometry. This is just algebra. Okay? <laughs> it is, exactly, it is yeah. an evil formula. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, um, and and then it hits like it hits nicely when it actually comes in. Like yeah. you know, just just yeah. punches. So yeah. It's, well, it's and nice. the line, like I mean, I know yeah. I've complained about it already, but it's a good line. Yeah, out I of context, it's, it's very good. Yeah, that's the, yeah, the whole thing. Like, out of context is good, but yeah, once you put yeah. it in context of the rest of the album, yeah, it's, it's just confusing. yeah, it's there's like if you take the the lyrics to scrutiny, it, mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's tougher, but <laughs> like. For the most part, they're good. I think, you know, his priority is to make a good song, which, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't always mean that sometimes means things don't line up. Like, I mean, yeah. you know, Paul yeah, McCartney exactly. has songs that don't make any. It's just a sense. continuity error. You know, in the mean? story. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The song is. What, wait, wait, you're dead. No, no, no it's fine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, but but it works. It's <laughs> like, yeah, OK, fine. <laughs> I you wasn't win. at some you point, win. though. It's, so, it's so, just yeah. like a comic book. Nobody really dies. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right. Yeah. Except for um, Uncle Ben, he's always stayed dead. Oh, that's he true. Always that's poor man. Found that out. Yeah, yeah. Every multiverse. That's not necessarily kind of true. Up, the House of M did bring Uncle Ben back for like well, five seconds. For like five seconds. Oh, <laughs> well, good for House him. of M brought everybody back. House of M brought Gwen Stacy back. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah. What do you do with those five seconds? Do you really enjoy it? <laughs> he, uh, it's, he seemed <laughs> happy in the comic. That yeah, almost he like seemed quite content. That almost shouldn't have, you know. Oh, thank you for yeah. that. I'm good yeah. now. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually. Yeah, I kind of was enjoying that being dead. Stuff. Was it? Yeah. I wonder if it was awkward was, for him. Yeah, I was about to say he's doing this. What the what's happening in this album? He's like, I actually learned to enjoy it. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to live again. <laughs> Leave me alone. Why isn't there a Why isn't there a ghost Uncle Ben comic? Like, is that a thing? Is there a ghost Uncle Ben? No, but there definitely should be. We we always joke like in the comic book world that it has to be like a byline in every every contract that's signed by anybody who writes for Marvel. Like you just can't touch Uncle Ben. Like just (laughs) you can touch anything else. You can bring anybody else back, do whatever. But Uncle Ben, no. No good. I want the adventures of, of Ghost Uncle Ben and uh, Old Lady Agent May oh. being brought back into the force. A great what? Like, if, a great what? I'm if with comic. you. We can co-write <laughs> right. it and pitch it to Marvel and see what. Yeah, happens. let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, after this, after this finale, I just watched. I think they need some ideas. <laughs> what if uh, Uncle Ben lives? <laughs> what if Uncle Ben lives? Everyone dies. Apparently, Spider-Man uh, becomes rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The new Batman. <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man turns into Batman. Actually. Um, <laughs> so this next track we got for you guys uh, is another another ghost track. He's back to the ghost, and uh, here is "Stay on the Ground." Man, the drum fills in that. Like, can I? Ooh, mm, yeah, yeah. Those yeah, are some good yeah. drum fills. Uh, very, very good. And I, like I said earlier, I didn't really notice the bass much in this album. But uh, before that breakdown hits, the bass is just going. The bass sounds really amazing there. So maybe, maybe mm. it was a good. 
reverse engineer the bass on yeah. top of everything. I don't know, but yeah, it sounds really good. He had really such big ideas for the bass. He needed mm-hmm. uh he needed time. He needed yep. uh <laughs> he needed to sit on it. <laughs> uh yeah, it, it, it and then uh, after that section it goes into the like the doo, 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 like it builds back mm-hmm. up, you know, into yep. uh and then there's uh yeah, there's a lot of really cool parts in this song too. I feel like 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 man, like 3 to like 5 are like pretty like solid just back to oh back, yeah you know yeah um and yeah in this track he is uh he he, he attempted to cut some of his earthly ties mm-hmm. um by looking out for himself but then he realized that he doesn't care <laughs> <laughs> yeah which is he definitely uh doesn't care so uh, pretty yes. fucking relatable honestly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like i started looking out for myself but then i thought you know what <laughs> fuck it yeah <laughs> you know like that's uh yeah i'm a ghost we've, we've, all, been we've all been there <laughs> Uh yeah right yeah I'm a ghost fucking I got 50 years left, um he gets into a little bit of screaming there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I think he does it pretty well you know like uh there, there's some people that don't pull it off when they try it out for the first time you know oh yeah no he's he's think, very I, good did at he scream screaming. the first album yeah. I forget uh, not that I recall and I do know that I, I think it's the bass player uh, somebody's doing backup vocals with him I believe it is Mr Bass Player guy but um is that yeah, the yeah. Uh, the red haired guy. I think so. Um, I think the red-haired guy was the, the other singer. Yeah, whoever's screaming is is doing a phenomenal job at screaming. It definitely mixes mm-hmm. in really well here. Yeah. And I'd also like to point out, it may not be in this track, but just, you know, because I haven't pointed it out yet. Yeah. The, the bridges in these songs are, like, crafted so well. Like, uh, you guys break down music, yeah. you know, every, every yeah. week on your podcast. So yeah. you do it a lot more than I do. But, you know, just being a musician and, and whatever, yeah. like, sometimes writing a bridge is really hard to make it kind of flow with everything. And, and that's, the you know, the point yeah. of it to bridge, yeah. you know, this part to this part or whatever. But yeah, yeah, while almost every song on here has a bridge, like, they're just crafted so well. And it's such smooth transitions. Uh, yeah. Just really, really good. Well, yeah, because and and bridges can get like, uh, um, what's the word? Um, formulaic uh, yeah, if you're absolutely. not if you're not careful about them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it, it can be something where it's like, oh, we're at the bridge now. Yep. That means it's so many seconds until the last <laughs> yeah. chorus or whatever. Yep. Um, but yeah, if you can do bridges and not make it too obvious that it's like a different section or whatever, and mm-hmm. it is a bridge, you know, I, I think that's uh, you just have to scream out. Take me to the bridge. Can yeah, I take yeah, you to the yeah. bridge? Can you take me to the bridge? Where's that confounded bridge? Take it to the bridge. <laughs> well, you always have to throw something like that into you. That helps. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, that's, that was, I mean, that's a the songs. Itself, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's a reference to James Brown. James, because. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. James Brown did that. Yeah, I was if, always if, like, <laughs> Zeppelin stole this. There you go. <laughs> I mean, if I could only, like, you know, imagine all the different groups out there that I have heard that you know, at some point in a song or whatever, like say, like announce the guitar solo before it happens or, or something like that. It's just <laughs> the cheesiest shit you've ever heard in your life. I remember yeah, this like yeah. kind of rap rock band from the late nineties called method 51. And like the huh. guy was just announcing the parts throughout the song. They'd, you know, have a chorus and then you'd go double bass. And then, you know, it would have the double bass and you'd be like guitar <laughs> solo. Like, And this is on the record, you know, it's not live or anything. That it's a, sounds it's a like something album. from like rock band, like double <laughs> solo. And yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Sounds like they were playing a video game on stage. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> oh man, yeah. But uh, oh, just, awesome. just fun stuff. Their their bridges are yeah. really good. Just thought yeah, I'd point yeah. that out. <laughs> real solid, real solid. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, after his uh, his uh, 
he, he tries to stay on the ground, he actually decides to take a quick little flight. So he goes, yep. yeah, he takes a little, little, <laughs> little fly around. Right for the creepiest line in the, in the dude, song. right? Yeah, yeah. Straight That's what we the, do here. Straight out of the DVD. Notice Absolutely. me. I'm, I'm looking at you your bedroom window. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's uh, oh, he's he's definitely. You have the I power mean, of flight to go anywhere. I'm gonna look in this window. <laughs> yeah, like, no, yeah. come on. Hey, like, listen, oh, come on, guy. If you're Just a spirit, changing. you have some unfinished business. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and this is, uh, and, and this is kind of an interlude kind of in between track. Mm-hmm. I think this would be like the last of side a and, you know, yep. uh, uh, side B would start with the next track. Um, but, uh, this is actually a little reminiscent of the hidden track that mm-hmm. we're going to get to. I'm going to do that last for today. Oh, okay. However, the hidden track is one of those track pre- one rewind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a pre one uh, uh, track. Not mm. not our first time we've encountered this. No, either, no, but <laughs> it is the first I knew of it when I did the research for this. I had no idea that that track existed. This is one of my favorite albums. Um, <laughs> I think maybe I heard that track somehow at some point, mm. but like I definitely didn't know that it, it was on the CD. And I re- if I were on it back, it was there. Um, did you yeah, have I'm unfamiliar CD? with this? Uh, I I actually didn't even know. I mean, maybe I did at the time. Who knows? Again, there's a, a, yeah. a big gap in my yeah. Uh, you know, in the years there, but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't even recall the the pre gap hidden track. So yeah, it. it uh, I only knew of one album back then that did it, and that was Reliant K's. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, hmm. I think did that. <laughs> Yeah, we we're talking before. And the first one I remember counting was like mid '90s, which is the Lesson Jake losing streak. They had a oh, yeah, yeah. an intro hidden track there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very rare. It's not. It's not done very often. No, but, and uh, like, how do you even? Can you even do that anymore now? Like, I, I think that well, that's the thing. You can't. Yeah, like, it you doesn't. That can't exist anymore. Yeah, on like you can't do on Spotify. Yeah. <laughs> Like I was, we were trying to brainstorm this. I think last time this came up, it's like uh-huh. it would be so cool to still have hidden tracks somehow. But oh, yeah, it, yeah, a lot you of can't su- do that when it's can't. all just it's laid just, out for you. We, we know yeah, too yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All the information's there. So what was every like really quick? I, I have a quick, yeah. another quick question, but yeah. Uh, what was everybody's first experience with a, a hidden track? Not like one like this where you have to like, you know, do okay. do stuff, but like just, you know, you were like cleaning your room or something. You didn't get up to like stop it. And then it played like the hidden track or whatever, like that kind of thing. Uh, You, you want to go? Did you have something, John? Well, I, I don't really have like an experience with like a hidden track, mm-hmm. I guess, because I can't really think of anything off the top of my head. But this is a similar experience where it was like, me and some friends, we were we were in the basement. We were like real stoned. Yeah, <laughs> you know, we were just like hanging out. This is like years ago. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, doing basement things. And we were listening. We were listening to the Beatles. Yeah. To, um. Mm-hmm. Um. 
Oh, they have uh, a lot of weird. Yeah, yeah, stuff. and yeah. and like, oh, okay. what the I, hell? I'm not what even the aware. heck was? Are you it? familiar with this band? Uh, I, I mean, I I hate the Beatles uh, to tell you the truth, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm okay. a day a day in the life, <laughs> okay. and we and, oh, okay. and we're just like sitting around, and this is the first time we ever listened to this track all the way through. Oh yeah, first you know, listen, just, that's a little and bit. And it gets to that, darn, you know, the big yeah. piano. We're just mm-hmm. that was really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like yeah, the yeah. reverse track yeah, the, or whatever the weird like, fucking john lennon and it stuff just freaked the <laughs> hell out. we weren't expecting it uh-huh. we didn't know it was like it, it and it, cool, we were like we actually were, somebody stop the track so turn this off turn this off turn this off and what <laughs> like what medium was that like were you listening on like on a cd or like a um yes record? i believe yeah. i believe so yeah i believe yeah. we were uh we we had a we had like a boom block yeah uh, oh, okay not not like a those, boom those box, last couple like, albums john lennon just threw some this was like weird this was like yeah, yeah. mid 2000s yeah yeah oh, okay true what about you dave uh, uh well there's the two that i can think of off the top of my head one was at the end of uh on CD, I was Nirvana. Never mind. There was like a, mm-hmm. I think, a long pause, and there's an end track on that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then Pennywise, the self-titled Black album, same thing. Had like a, a long. If you wait long enough, or you fast forward at the end of, I think it's end of the end of Bro Him. There's a little like <laughs> okay. piano, yeah, track on that. But yeah, there's a, yeah, they're around. I just there's, yeah. a, there's a two that I can think of right now, off the top of my head, that had them. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, it's actually the same as the okay. uh, band that I mentioned before, Reliant K. Uh-huh. I was uh, there, there was a time that I wasn't allowed to listen to quote secular music, so oh, okay. uh, Reliant okay. K was like my bread and butter. Sure. And uh, their album had a, a post track where they were just talking about how they loved combos and skittles. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, their fans ended up bringing them combos and skittles at every show. I mean um, that that's good. Then it's kind of like having like a writer or whatever. It's like, yeah. yeah, it's kind of smart actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about you? What was your first uh, experience, Daniel? Uh, man, um, my mine's uh, gonna take you back. I guess uh, I, I'm probably a little bit older than you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was uh, the Green Day Dookie cassette tape, and like I, oh, yeah. you know, okay. I, I had no clue it had the little you know all by myself song yep. uh, from Trey. And so yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I legitimately had an anxiety attack when that came on. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) I had that CD when it was on the CD as well. I remember like the same thing. It would play on it. It would just like go silent and that track with that track would just start playing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hidden tracks are great guys. I, I, you don't know what you're missing. Bring them back. Come on. Um, but yeah, you know what, since we're talking about the pre pre gap hidden track here, Mm -hmm. we might as well just hear it. Um, this is. Uh, one last regret. This is before track one, um, so it's kind of like the the suicide note uh, track. I've let you down, dragged you around, wasted my money on messing my head up. I've watched you try to figure me out, take me. That kind of works for the album. Like you kind of yeah. in his headspace, where is he at right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You kind of get that yeah. little like treat. Like he's he's like really aware of the fact that like some of the, what he's experiencing is like, you know, uh, um, temporary or, you know, not that, you know, doesn't have to be as big of an issue, but he can't 
deal Let with it, go. it. You know, he can't he can't figure it out. You know, it's very again it kind of like uh, I guess uh uh what stay on the ground or no remember to feel real it's a very mm -hmm. kind of honest uh you know look at himself and you know sad you know yeah um, and I, I i don't think i had ever heard that so huh. yeah yeah it, it, it's <laughs> a, it's a nice little uh, uh hidden track um and uh a i teaser i was gonna say i think that i heard like a acoustic version of him playing it on like a dvd or, mm -hmm. or something i'm not sure but makes sense yeah um yeah i i had no idea until a few days ago that that was a thing huh. um but yeah uh um so yeah that's kind of what starts it off right before car and water and then um the track we're on now is the more you talk the less i hear <laughs> Great time. Yeah, that so that one hits. That one like that one. Yeah. yeah, that one's got like elements of of like Abe Cunningham like from the Deftones like uh, like coming in on the drums there and then like what was that one band uh like Spitalfield or something like it sounds yeah, like that sounds yeah. Yeah, sound, sounds a lot like like one of their tracks like I hear like a yeah. lot of different influences there and it just yeah. it, that one yeah. hits really hard. It's a good song. Did you ever listen to any uh, Under Oath back yeah. then? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I was gonna say this is you know kind of reminded me of like later Under Oath, yep. you know, mm -hmm. uh, Aaron Gillespie, metalcore. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, metalcore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I almost forgot about that term. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, this is this is a, this is a fun track. Um, mm -hmm. it's uh, I was gonna say brand new. Uh, it was also a band that I think of when thinking about Armor for Sleep and yeah, this track. Definitely. I think, um, especially uh, with this track because of the anger and the depression yeah. aspect because brand new always had the anger too yeah yeah you know? definitely um so yeah this one's like probably the most like directly angry song whereas mm -hmm. the rest of them are just i'm sad yep you know <laughs> yeah 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 this is this is definitely a good one i, li I love all the 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 way it just kind of unfolds there at the beginning or, or sorry like uh unravels or whatever and yeah and, and like i said like th those drums hit really hard whenever the bass hits in and then, then you get that guitar riff like it, it hits very yeah. hard it's a very very good song i i love yeah. the way this one starts and then it and then it mellows out once everything comes in once he comes in with the vocals and everything and like you said it's it's a little reminiscent of like brand new or something like in in certain aspects it's it's like not as lyrically intelligent as a brand new song but it's still yeah yeah uh very good hits definitely yeah and and this is kind of this like gets further into his like, obsession with his ex-girlfriend like mm -hmm. he says stuff like um he says stay away from me but also he says you can't keep me back so like <laughs> he's like he's conflicted he's yep. trying to like kind of force himself into her life in a way but she can't hear him mm -hmm. and so he's angry about that um so yeah, this is like he, he's he's, you know, finally getting to the point where he's like getting fed up with the situation, kind of, I think. Yep. Um, and then and then he has a little bit of a depressive uh, episode here with uh, <laughs> Basement Ghost singing. Here's mm -hmm. uh, here's that.
That's what? sad and depressing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that yeah. guitar effect or whatever's going on on the guitar there, though, awesome. Yeah. And very, very cool. Yeah. I, I the like production on this song is fun. Yeah. Like, it's uh, almost gets a little, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say postal servicey, but, you know, there's a little bit of that, like, you know, being, yeah. Being, 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 no, being, I hear like, you. Lo- and loopy like, stuff. Exactly. And and with the production, like it sounds like, the, I mean, not overproduced, but like it sounds like a little more attention or something was spent on this one, like uh, yeah. versus some of the other ones. Like it definitely yeah. just has like some elements of it going on that you don't hear really throughout the album, but it mixes in well. Yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I could see this being a single or something too. Like it, it definitely has something that makes it yeah. a little shiny yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't quite have like the, you know, yeah, flashier like choruses necessarily, mm-hmm. but yep. um, it's got like a consistency to it, yep. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's singing from the, ba- he's a basement ghost. Like this one's pretty straightforward. <laughs> basement ghost singing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It feels like such a, <laughs> a, a, a non-title, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Like- yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like that was the working title and they just never yeah. like got past it or anything. Like, what well, what are you song, doing in the song? Yeah. The song starts and now I'm in your basement. Uh-huh. uh-huh. You know what I mean? It's like, yep. oh, okay. Well, mm-hmm. here this we are. Is, I disagree completely. That's this whole track. Like two tracks ago, he was just learning to fly. That's now true. he's like, I'm hanging in your basement. I'm like, why are you down there? You That's do true. Anything. He has had taken a few steps backward on his journey a little it bit. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, like he, he in the disappointed darkness, in, him. in the darkness, he's he's not able to like see or something. He's not like able to mm-hmm. to move around or something. Something, something like that. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's yeah. Enabled, yeah. <laughs> something. Some weird shit going on with him in the basement. Um, I do like uh, at the end of the track. I didn't grab a clip for it, but um, I like how at the end of the track you hear. It, it's almost like you're you're hearing. Uh, the audio go through the floor mm-hmm, and up mm-hmm. up through the house. You know, yeah. it's more and more muffled at the yeah. end. Some of this, yeah. uh, there's definitely like some sound design like on this album too. Like there's different like elements like with the the storm yeah. happening and like the car and then uh, yeah stuff like that. Like they definitely like play around with stuff like that here, which is I don't yeah. know like nice little touches. Yeah, yeah, and um. Yeah, they, I have a, a, a transition after track nine. The next track, I actually have a transition between track nine and ten because mm-hmm. the song transitions between two tracks too is phenomenal. In this yeah. album, like, mm-hmm. there's almost no gaps between tracks. Like, it just goes right from one note into a drum fill or something, and the mm-hmm. next song. Um, so yeah, yeah, really good use of that stuff. Um, this next song is uh, Walking at Night Alone. That's another real honest line. When love's <laughs> gone, I don't feel I don't feel alive. Mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, that. that'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Punching the balls. Yeah, man. That one's yeah. definitely solid. Like I think 
my only like critique here, like if, if yeah. like critiquing is okay, um, is oh, like that's fine. this is the point. <laughs> yeah, this is the point on the album, like especially in this genre where like I feel like they need to pick it up like a little bit, and like I'd like to yeah. hear like you know like an upbeat, like I'd like to hear like almost like a fast punk song here, yeah. you know, like yeah. still in the same like realm or whatever, like still fit, but like I feel like you know other bands like you know similar did it. Uh, you hear stuff from like, like I said before, uh, brand new saves the day, yeah, stuff like that, yeah. you know, where they would just kind of go off and, and really like, you know, do that snare roll and then just come in with like a, a, I don't know, triplets and a punk beat and stuff like that. And like, I felt yeah. like the beginnings of it. And then it just like, it didn't happen. It stayed in that halftime zone, but yeah. Oh, oh this, this track in, in general. Mm -hmm. yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say it's one of the, the weaker tracks of the mm -hmm. album. Just in yeah, time out. Yeah. yeah, you know, he's just taking a little walk, you know, through <laughs> yep. the through the world. It um, is interesting what they do with the music, though. It's interesting how, yeah. uh, you know, on the drums, like he's accenting a lot of like the guitar notes and stuff uh, with mm -hmm. like double hits and, and triplets yeah. on the snare and stuff like that. Like stuff yeah. that, you know, it seems like a little bit unconventional for what they were doing in the like front half of the album. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and unconventional for like other groups in the same genre. Exactly. I mean, I guess post hardcore yeah. people did more of that, but like, you know, I don't think a lot of people like, like would like put them down as post hardcore. They probably mm -hmm. lumped in with emo. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, yeah, they're, they're great musicians, which not yeah, really all yeah. emo bands are, mm -hmm. you know, some emo bands Just rely a little too screaming. much on the screaming or a little too much on the effects on the pedal or something. Mm -hmm. You know, these guys are tight and yeah. know how to play together. You oh know? yeah. Yeah. Very well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think that, and this is a point in the album where he's kind of, I don't know, he, he, this is him also addressing like that he needs external validation, you know, like <laughs> I need your love. I need your, like, you know, your, so I need someone to pay attention to me. Cause that's mm -hmm. kind of the whole album. He's trying to get people to like, look at me, Yeah, you know, look at me. Come <laughs> on. I'm, I, you know, like, uh, uh, you outside your window. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, seemingly like they don't care, you know, that he's, he's gone maybe, which we'll get to in, in some, a different track. He really gets down on himself in the last track. Um, but, uh, Very yeah. Eeyore of him. Um, here's a little transition though, between track nine and 10. Um, just one of, you know, a couple great transitions between tracks. See, just no, uh, no yeah. difference. That was very seamless. Just, you know, yeah, it, it it's nice. And then, man, the again, the way the the bass picks it up right whenever that track picks oh, up, yeah. doom, 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 fucking doom, awesome. Doom, yeah, doom, doom, uh, the, the bass is sounding really chunky and good. And I'm I'm happy that it does because I keep like wanting to walk back on my step uh, on my statement from before that like why the hell did he you know spend all this time uh, recording the the bass that way? But yeah. Yeah, I know it, it works. So it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it really does. okay, yeah, maybe we should all be recording bass <laughs> I, I guess last. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Machines on to something. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a visionary machine. <laughs> He's a computer. He's a computer. <laughs> <laughs> Stop all download. Um and uh, yeah. So this. Uh, oh yeah, sorry, we haven't gotten to the track ten yet though. So that was the transition for track ten, and then here is track ten. 
Uh, I have been right all along. Weird, <laughs> weird flex, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. What was you right about? <laughs> uh, hmm. You know, that's another. This is another one of that those. No one would miss him. Maybe conundrums. <laughs> I think, Dave. <laughs> Wait a second. Nobody knows that I'm dead. I, I was right all along. Damn it. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was he right about? It's, well, well. <laughs> every, he says he's right ghost, about. Like I was right all along. <laughs> well, I think he's. I think he says that he's right about that he was put here for her. Mm-hmm. However. He sees the timeline of her whole life and knows that he's not more than a scratch yeah. on her like whole life story. Yeah. So, so, so why, why was he put here for her? <laughs> yeah. Well, very, okay. You very know what? narcissistic. Read, read the book, Brad. I was about to say this is probably where I should bring up the book. So this is maybe this is maybe the only thing that I can say that maybe like justifies some of the confusing and conflicting elements. So for, on the page where it says your identity in the uh, comprehensive guide to your afterlife it says do not hold on to memories of life they will be distorted and inaccurate mm-hmm. <laughs> so that leads me to believe that like you know maybe that's part of the reason that there's some stuff that doesn't like connect right in this like story like mm-hmm. it does say that the, the the story that you're looking at in your life will be inaccurate so like maybe it is built into like that's why people are ignoring him. That's why you know no one seems to be too like upset about his uh, his passing. Maybe you know, um, but yeah, I, I didn't even think about like that until I like looked at this booklet again. You know, I was like, oh shit. Do you think they wrote that booklet after like, oh fuck, there's some plot holes. We should just like <laughs> a cliff note. We can just bring this together really quick, quick and we'll yeah, sticky yeah. notes and we'll know. Yeah. Like, their, their editor came in and they're like, hey, uh, I was reading through the lyrics and I mean, this like, album the is fuck, good. Guys? This album's yeah. good, but. It sounds uh, great, but some of it doesn't make any fucking sense. <laughs> so this was a, he's like, here's some notes. Like, just print yeah. it out. Just put that in there. Just, just, we'll, we'll include it in the album. Um, we just need a couple of bridges. You know? Yeah, yeah. We need, yeah, we need yeah. a couple of. Uh, 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 informational bridges <laughs> um yeah, this one's also like really interesting like lyrically all all together because yeah what was it like a, a track before or two tracks ago he was he announced that he you know was in the basement <laughs> like that was the, like, the beginning of the yeah. track and this yeah. one's now i'm hiding behind your staircase so like now at this point he just keeps like telling us where He's he like, is and it's like it's, yeah, it's super creepy <laughs> and weird and and then I, I feel like it's it's such a lost opportunity there because it sounds like he could go into some like i don't know taking back sunday type shit or something like i've got a secret you won't believe it and then it's like i i have a feeling that i was put here for you like that just i don't know there's no payoff there it sounds a little yeah like, yeah yeah you're right yeah it's definitely like, like a, it could a have been weaker, a little more sinister like you know yeah I, I don't well know. that's the thing like so there's two different endings for this album mm-hmm. um there's uh i i didn't include the uh, uh, ending I'm about to mention, but there's uh, the ending we're about to get to the and the end of a fraud. But the uh, original ending ends with him like haunting her more and more and even more sinisterly, uh-huh. um, <laughs> in a more obsessive way. However, that's not how this album ends. No. The original release of the album, 
I don't know if it was like someone decided like it needed a happier ending or <laughs> or what, but like it ended up being a different thing, which is this track in the end uh, or the end of a fraud. Uh, mm -hmm. So here's to that. Where is this take? Is he in the pantry at this point, or where is he now? <laughs> That's a very good question, Dave. He might be. Um, <laughs> well, I yeah, think in I mean, this you got to announce version, it every time. I mean, shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, I think in this version of the album, this is when he's floating off and like finally like leaving Earth. Mm -hmm. Thank God but he had been building songs ago. He doesn't leave her in alone. The original like, cut, I don't care. In the original cut, he's probably still hanging in the pantry. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. Throwing hanging in groceries. the pantry. Hanging in the pantry. I'm just in the pantry. Your expired. <laughs> that that'd be like a good little bonus track for this. Just yeah, just uh, like name the different places you're hanging out. Just a, a different genre of music each time and. And now record. I'm in your bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> waiting to watch you shower. Absolutely, you like can, oh come on, man! It's not creepy because I loved you. <laughs> it's not creepy because I loved you. We can name that one I Cup, and yeah, I mean it's it's awesome. Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so awesome. how about on that track? And this is like the one thing you know, the one question that I've always had about this song: Who the hell's singing all the backup harmony there? Because it's like. It's not on any liner notes I see. It's not on anything on the internet. Like, who's singing so, those? Who's the guest the only, vocalist? The only notes I found were Jaina from Avid Records. Jaina appears courtesy of Avid Records. Okay. No last name. Wow. Just Jaina. J-A-N-A. So they wanted me to take like a really deep like <laughs> internet dive and like Google like Ava Records and then look at their discography too. and <laughs> and I tried to find any I like they wiped her she's a ghost well because exactly. apparently <laughs> Avid Records is a very long standing record label from what okay. I can see wow so this could have just been like a random like studio mm -hmm. vocalist. You I know? like to think that it's like the yeah. receptionist at Ava Records and she's <laughs> just yeah, yeah. like. I don't like, know. hey, we want they someone to do like a like, yeah, Pink Floyd you. thing. Here's, here, <laughs> yeah, here's $50. Yeah. We need you to scream into the microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No problem. I'll do it on key. You ever, you ever heard that one Pink Floyd song? Just do it do just that. like do that. that. Yeah, yeah. Do that. Um, and uh, honestly, I, I really like like dug it. I know that like, yeah, yeah. probably older people when they heard this were like, that's the fucking the Pink Floyd thing. Mm -hmm, what the hell? Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think it's a nice, nice, uh, call to, to, to Floyd. And yeah. All and that. that's cool. I mean, you're, you're kind of like, uh, doing a callback to the Godfather yeah. of the concept. Yeah. album. Or, <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. 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 Um, it was just definitely. a great gig. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In the sky. Oh, Ooh, shit. There it is. Oh, there it is. Yeah. okay. That's the connection. Uh -huh. Shit. I didn't yep. even, I can't believe I didn't, <laughs> I didn't get that. Mm. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> 
Oh damn! <laughs> that just that just completely like <laughs> reset my my yeah. my thought process. Mind um, blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh, the, so this song this song it does like reveal something very sad, mm-hmm. which is that he kind of realizes that no one grieved him and his suicide changed nothing. Like mm-hmm. that's like the conclusion, and when he decides to fuck off, basically, yeah. And it's like, damn, that's that's, that's rough. some cold ass shit. That's rough, Ben Jorgensen. <laughs> Yeah, you know, even though this is the no, it's ending, a, like, no, it's a wonderful life ending for you. No, 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 no. It's like, oh, uh, no one cares about me. No but angels got wings. Again, no. like it's possible that they're you know, didn't change it was distorted. Shit. It wasn't the real, you know, the real world that he was seeing. You know, I mean, I, I feel like so, that's a good way to end this album, though, because uh, yeah. what what else are you gonna say? You know, like uh, all well, this was uh, done for I mean, a positive it could be reason. Like. like I was going to say, like, it is a point in the emo, like, kind of period where this could be in itself, like, just commentary on that whole genre. I mean, mm-hmm. um, in the way that it's, like, self-aware uh, of the emo-ness, like, yep. maybe this is the him saying at the end of the album, like, you know, in a lot of these scenarios where we're being overdramatic, like, it's not as dramatic as we're making it out to be, you know, maybe that's kind of the 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 takeaway by ending it this way you know i like that um, uh, that i i like to think that um ben would put that much thought into it but i'm not sure but i mean i'm not <laughs> yeah, saying having he watched didn't. the dvd I'm just not i, sure, but, I yeah. doubt uh, <laughs> but uh yeah yeah it's a uh, it's a, a really you know i think great concise uh, uh concept album from emo mm-hmm. stuff like uh yeah yeah again this was one of my first concept albums i think uh where i like really understood like what a concept album entails you know like it is straight up a story start to finish mm-hmm. you know and this um, one's good because it's not convoluted like it's very straightforward it's very yeah like, you can you can pick it up at face value and just okay here's a guy who who killed himself and and this is his story mm-hmm. of, of what happens after that yeah. and and it's yeah. over like there's not yeah too much like left to the imagination there's not like any like weird like little things you got to figure out or whatever it's, it's just very yeah. straightforward yeah, I don't know if you heard our Boys Night Out train wreck episode, but that was mm-hmm. that was that album. You know what I mean? That <laughs> yeah. album was like, what the fuck is going on? You know, yeah. like what is this? Is he a, is he a killer? Does that mean he's a like serial <laughs> killer? What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, like it was a lot of <laughs> not straightforwardness. Uh, but yeah, I, I appreciate that every now and again. We do a lot of you know really mysterious concept albums mm-hmm. on here, and every now and again, it's nice to get one that's just like this is what it is. They're giving it. They're they're telling you what it is, and yeah. like you know, it you're following a, a story. They really know? they really were listening to Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, at least they, that they one song. Learn. At least mm-hmm. that one track. Yeah, definitely. They, 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 <laughs> they got a single that. from a compilation. They just yeah. really dug that. Yeah, yeah. They grabbed their their dad's copy of uh, <laughs> Dark Side, and uh, they, they 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 were spinning it one day. Yeah, just just leave it there, guys. Yeah, yeah, nobody needs yeah. to listen to Pink Floyd. No, I'm just playing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I can I I really do appreciate how straightforward it is, though. Like like yeah. you said, it was pretty accessible for for you, like at that time, yeah. and, and for yeah. me as well. I think that you know around that time, uh, 2005 or something. I'm like you know young and everything, and I I don't want to get into some like deep concept or anything like that. I think I probably wouldn't mind now, but you know, at, at that time in my life, yeah. like I, I just want like a more straightforward, like, you know, kind of narrative story that, that can be told and I can just, 
you know, decide to revisit or be done with, but I don't have to like think too much about. And I think that sometimes like it's a stretch and I'm not like, this is the thesis of y'all's podcast. So I'm not like trying to intrude on that, but like, uh, (laughs) yeah, I I think a lot of times, you know, you probably have like things that are called, sorry, called concept albums that are just like a huge stretch. And it's just because somebody says it's a concept album doesn't necessarily mean that. Oh yeah. We stretch the hell out of we, we have stretched (laughs) that concept, but you know, uh, no, we have though, (laughs) but but, you know, bands identifying their album as a concept album. Oh, right. Right. Is is what I mean. Not, not you guys, but uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, your last episode um, I was listening to the, what was it? The turtles? Is that the turtles? Yeah, yeah. The prince I, of the battle of the yeah, band. And, and I love that one. Cause again, like it's, it's weird, but it's really straightforward. Yeah, it's right? like, here's a battle of the bands. Yeah. And each one of these is like by a different band. And that's like, that's a cool concept. It's easy to get behind. It's easy to understand. I feel like whenever you go into some, you know, other stuff, you go into like pink Floyd and stuff like that, at least for somebody like me, like my kind of like, you know, a listener like yeah. me, that's pretentious. Yeah. And I just don't want to hear it anymore. I'm done with it. Yeah. It sounds pretentious uh-huh. to me. Like, it's well, like, yeah, yeah, Hey, we're yeah. really deep and you really got to dig and figure this out. Cause we're out there, man. And I'm like, nah, dude, I'm done. I don't want to hear it. Like, well, yeah, I think that that's eventually what killed the like kind of psych psychedelic kind of movement mm-hmm. in general. You know what I mean? Yep. And that's what, that's what made like punk necessary. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like uh-huh. we need to, yeah, you, you need, you need, we needed to like change the scales and challenge the pretension, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but uh, yeah, we're actually, we're still going backwards in the Floyd discography <laughs> and then we're going to start after the wall again and then go forward. So since go. Pink Floyd is one of like, there's a few bands we consider concept bands, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And uh, yeah, they're definitely one of those that, uh, you know, people, people like to listen to people talk about Pink Floyd. Sure. So. Yeah. Well, we cover them. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. You're doing concept yeah, yeah. albums. It makes sense. Um, but, but yeah, no, I know what you're saying, though. It's like, it's nice to, you know, every now and again, just have a, you know, just like, this is what the song's about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just enjoy. You don't have to think about it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes that's what music's all about. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just, just experiencing and, and letting it in, you know? Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, speaking of music, we're going to get into our last little segment where we go around the horn and find out what everyone's been listening to lately and, uh, what they have to plug. Um, as, uh, as for me, I've been listening to, uh, there's like a Spotify DJ thing, uh, now that like will smash all of your, your weird playlists together. Oh, okay. And, uh, yeah, yeah. He like talks to you between songs. It's weird. Um, uh, 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 screw AI. I'm with uh, (laughs) the anti-AI whatever strikes. Um, but, uh, uh, the, uh, other thing I've been listening to, uh, I, I threw on some, some Voivod the other day. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> wow. uh, nice. Yeah. It's been a while. Like I haven't thrown, like I, my friend introduced me to them a long time ago and I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? I could use some fucking Voivod while playing some Diablo right now. I yeah, think. Uh, hey, there you go. So, uh, <laughs> threw on, threw on a few, a little bit of Voivod. Um, and in general, I'm just kind of seeking out the the medalist of King Gizzard and uh, letting, <laughs> you know, the more edgy stuff play because, you know, it just it works with Diablo. Mm-hmm. So it's just r- nice right now. Um, what about uh, uh, we'll go to John and Dave and we'll end with uh, you, Daniel. Uh, sure. John, what have you been listening to lately? Oh, um, well, as I was telling you, as I'm t- hoping to get you to listen to a little bit of yes. it tonight, yeah, uh, Smokey and the Bandit, yeah, <laughs> listen to that album to do some research on it, uh, yeah, just yeah. to see if we could do. I think we can do it either, either, yeah. either uh, medium the the music videos tonight or yeah. side A or both. 
Um, yeah, really yeah. great. Um, I also actually listened to um, Jim Croce. Um, oh, nice. Okay. Uh, um, the 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 Jim the Jim album. <laughs> uh, you don't you don't mess around with Jim. Yep. Oh. Don't mess around with Jim. Do 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 do. Like okay. I I, okay. I listened to that yeah. whole album at Wings the other night. Nice. Just great album. Nice. You know, got some bangers on there like Operator. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um. Hell yeah. Otherwise, uh, no. I'm hoping to get to see the Barbie movie this weekend. That's, oh yes. That's, that's my the Barbenheimer. Those are my those are my goals. <laughs> yes. Yes. And uh, and fuck Secret Invasion. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, straight up. Like, what the hell? Like, figuratively <laughs> what about you? or literally? Uh, both. A little bit of both. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> what are you, Dave, uh, we've been listening to lately? So this last week, uh, bands have been, the rotation have been at the drive-in. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Um, Van Halen, Cake, Beastie mm. Boys, American Steel, and No Effects. Okay. Those have been okay. the, the albums have been or bands have been rotating through. Nice. I think the only past one past work and driving. I think the only one I have of those I haven't heard much of is American Steel. Maybe so good. Okay. Okay. Nice. I'll have to check that out. Then, uh, then what about you, Daniel? What you been uh, listening to lately, and uh, what do you have to plug? All right. So I've been a little all over the place, uh, uh, kind of like you. Um, I I played with a band the other night um who was a the band tribute band so my oh, band, hell yeah. yeah yeah it was great <laughs> they, they were they were so fun they were oh, they man. were spot on they were perfect they even yeah. wore the outfits and everything they were great but um my oh, band being cool. a a top 40 uh pop band so we only cover like you know uh, Taylor Swift, Carly Rae Jepsen, uh, Justin Bieber, oh. stuff like that. So, oh, hell so yeah, yeah it, it was it was such a fun show. Those guys were so nice, but it yeah. made me just want to listen to Big Pink from front to back. So I, I've been listening to that quite a bit, and then yeah. uh, I've I've also been uh, you know digging back a little bit, like in 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 my you know uh, deep thought archive, and uh, I've been listening to Slick Shoes uh, again from Tooth and Nail Records. I love Slick Shoes, so yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a throwback. Yeah, I, I, I've been a little big on them, um, and a yeah. little big. That makes sense. But uh, we I, referenced slick shoes in my old band's song. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, nice, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, oh, yeah. We changed the lyric "girl in the knee high boots" <laughs> to "girl listening to slick shoes." Nice, because nice. "girl in the knee high boots" was just too racy. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, you got to yeah, tone it down yeah, a little anyway. bit. But yeah, a girl listening to slick shoes—that's <laughs> a little better. So I'm with yeah. you on that. Yeah, and and. Uh, uh, AFI, you know, I, I always love listening to AFI. I love like going like far back, listening to like Black Sails in the Sunset. So I, I've been on that yeah, lately too. Yeah. So so that's nice. kind of where I've been this this past week or two. So. Nice, Very nice. nice. Yeah. Um, and did you say you're currently in a in a band that plays? Oh or... yeah, yeah, yeah. I play in two bands. So um, so one is a top two forty bands. pop cover band. Yeah, and that one's called Maddie Plus Dan. Um, Maddie Plus and, Dan. Yeah, it's okay. it's it's like a five piece with a girl singing, but it's named after me and the bass player. So uh, yeah, okay, why not? Okay, and and then I play in like a Max situation. Yeah, exactly. And, and I play in an indie folk band called Souvenir. Um, okay, that, that plays originals, but yeah. Nice, nice. That's really them. cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have a we have a hometown heroes uh, a group that does a lot of like uh, uh, you know kind of hits. Mm-hmm. Oh, the hometown and, spirits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the hometown spirits is that what they're called? Sweethearts. 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 Sorry. Nice. Um. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're a really good uh, uh 
local band here that that does uh, i mean that's always a fucking great time when you have yeah, a yeah. band that can can play and mm-hmm. it's playing the hits it's yep. like oh hell yeah 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 <laughs> so uh yeah if you're in if you're in uh daniel's neck of the woods go check those guys out guys like yeah, sure. uh, i'm Come sure out it's Jackson, a great time check out maddie and dan <laughs> yeah yeah hell yeah dude and uh yeah don't forget to uh check out his uh podcast uh all new uh all different number one comics that's it available <laughs> where you listen to podcasts yep everywhere. um and uh yeah thank you so much for being on again uh yeah, thank you for love, inviting love me. having this you man fun. yeah I, I, yeah, I, yeah i love talking about this album so yeah it was a lot of yeah, fun. i yeah. appreciate yeah. it yeah 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 we still have to find another uh another successor to the the 101 uh, uh short songs <laughs> yeah, you know we'll, but we'll find uh, them. Around. one day one day we'll find yep. a perfect sequel to that <laughs> but uh yeah thank you so much for joining us thanks everyone for listening to the podcast Always. and uh we will see you guys next time on the album concept hour The Album Concept Hour is Brad LeBaron, Dave Gallagher, and John Aker. Special thanks to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard for the theme music. Join the discussion on our Discord. Tweet to us at Album Concept Pod, or for everything else, go to Linktree slash Flyover State Park. See you on Side B. This is Flyover State Park. You are clear to land.